Are you ready? Ready to release internal pain? To find confidence, clarity, and direction for your future? To live a life of meaning, fulfillment, and contribution? To trust your intuition again, but something's been holding you back? You've come to the right place. Welcome. I'm Ian Hawkins, the host and founder of the Grief Code podcast. Together, let's heal your unresolved or unknown grief by unlocking your grief code. As you tune in to each episode, you will receive insight into your own grief, how to eliminate it and what to do next. Before we start, I have one request. If any new insights or awareness land with you during this episode, please send me an email at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com and let me know what you found. I know the power of this work and I love to hear the impact these conversations have. Okay, let's get into it. Hello and welcome to everyone this week. So we decided this week to change things up a bit. So we've put Ian in the hot seat and I am going to interview him. So my name is Caprielle Rickard and Ian and I have been doing a fair bit of work together over the last little while. And so I thought it was really important that uh, we start to understand the, the work that Ian does. Not everybody gets to see... Um, or experience the magic uh, that he creates in all of his coaching and everything that he does in his everyday life. We might see snippets here and there, but we don't actually get to, you know, put him in the hot seat and ask him all of those difficult questions. So welcome, Ian. Look forward to having a chat with you today. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it too. Although when you said uh, difficult questions, I'm a little bit scared. <laughs> yes. Well, when you haven't been interviewed before and you and you get into that space, sometimes it can seem a little bit difficult. But I've noticed that with all of your interviews, everyone seems to go through seamlessly. So uh, it's good to be able to be on the other side for a change. Let's okay. <laughs> All right. So what I always like to start with is uh, getting a bit of an uh, like a core understanding of what it is you do and what led you to actually getting into coaching and actually helping these purpose driven individuals. So I'll start with how I started, which was, well, I've always been a coach, um, maybe some of my family members and uh, and people I knew when I was young would know that I told people what to do and tried to organize people and and give advice even if it wasn't called for and that kind of continued on it was a natural skill started coaching sports teams from my teens uh, really enjoyed it and seemed to to uh, leave an impression on people I've had some of those youngsters I coached come up to me as adults saying hi and I can't recognize them because they're like they've got beards or they're just completely different but um so I guess it's just a naturally had that ability to to help guide people and how I got on that journey is um something I've talked about a lot and and done a lot of work around is when my dad passed away in 2005 it was that moment of I need to be doing something more with my life because it's not forever and I think i not think I know I was drifting along just with that idea that with it, well, not with the idea but just with no real thought of anything ever coming to an end and I think a lot of us face that when we come to late 30s early 40s sometime around that time when we go kind of reach halfway and what have I actually done and so it just started me asking a whole lot of questions about 
what I actually want to be doing? Am I happy? And, and of course, a lot of the answers to the questions to am, am I this and am I that around happiness and fulfillment and so on, of course, was no. Uh, so it just took me on a journey of actually starting to ask some questions. And when you ask questions, you get answers. And yeah, so the, the work that I do now is is helping guide other people who have who are going through the same challenges that that I've been through. So, and a lot of that is around emotions. So being a highly sensitive and sensory child and and adult, I get and still can get bombarded with a whole lot of emotions. Some mine, some are others, and helping people to to find peace with that, because I know how difficult that can be to to ride those waves, to find yourself in the depths where you just don't know what to do or who to turn to. And I do feel extremely blessed and, and appreciative to have you in my world as someone I can turn to when I'm going through those times to be able to pour my heart out and say, like what the fuck do I do now sort of thing because I'm I'm feeling completely overwhelmed. So, yeah, it really is my passion for doing what I do is very much from a place of, well, I don't want anyone to go through what I've been through. And I think that's an important thing for all of us to think about is how, how the pain motivates us to want to, yeah, to help others going through similar challenges. Yeah. Absolutely. So I guess uh, in a word we could call it grief. Is that sort of how it shows up or I guess how it started for you when your dad passed? It was that grief that that sparked it along. Um, What I find interesting with that word is people don't always associate all types of grief. So can you, um, just as an example, uh, give me or give us all some understanding around what grief is, what it means, and and how does it show up in you know everybody's life? Yeah, so I think grief. A lot of people associate it with death, obviously, because that's where most of us, like we've experienced it. It's in some way, but grief also shows up in any kind of loss, and so we've all had loss right throughout our life. And that loss starts from quite a young age. Like I've talked before about the reoccurring dream that I had when I was going all through my teens and occasionally in my adult years as well, I had this this dream, which was like, it was, it was darkness and this thumping noise, which would speed up and it was scary the, the quicker it got. And there was like a, a little bit of gray in the darkness. But apart from that, it was just darkness and this noise, scary. Well, I now know that that was, that was a memory from in the womb of, experiencing the stress that or whatever my mum was going through and and she she I actually spoke to her about it not recently and she was saying because she'd had a challenging pregnancy the time before she was quite stressed and there were a few things that hadn't gone right it's amazing that what you find out when you ask some questions and um and she yeah. was saying yeah so she would have had a lot of stress at different times so um that that for me was like a, a loss I guess of of uh in a sense that I was experiencing this fear, which it, now now knowing that like the opposite of fear is love, that I guess so that was my first experience of, of a loss of love, first memory, right? Strange as that would seem, but that's how it was showing up for me in a dream. So there's been different losses and, and loss of connection, like when 
through no fault of anyone's else, anyone else's, when when my brother came home from hospital, I I know now that I experienced loss then because you go from being the centre of attention from your parents to not, and anyone who's an older sibling would would relate to that. Maybe they don't relate to the moment, but they can relate to maybe how certain patterns have shown up, um, and. And then we go through different moments. There was one just two weeks ago with my with my uh, kinesiologist where it was a moment, a throwaway line from another dad saying to my dad at the end of a party, oh, he likes to organize everyone, doesn't he? And so I had created a whole story that organizing people is bad. And even though I did do a lot of that through my life, there was, because of the loss, I wasn't leading and and organizing and and running different parts of my life at the highest possible level because i had that like a a line that wasn't meant to be a negative line but as a six-year-old that's how i took it so loss shows up in different ways and and you're right i I guess i never really thought about it like that is how i help people with grief the the real catalyst for me was my own grief around losing my dad what's interesting is all the layers of grief that have really shown up for me since then that the people i've lost and and the things that i've repressed and and hadn't grieved for whatever reason yeah yeah absolutely i know that um for me it's been um even in relationships like not not just intimate relationships but relationships with family or you know with other people that i you know kind of had that depiction of they were always going to be you know a friend of mine and then all of a sudden they're just not there so it shows up in so many different ways and the the emotion is grief the the emotion is you know that that real heartache you know that that people talk about and it was interesting I was reading an article on um, what that means and how they can actually measure the heartache which can lead to you know, things like cardiac arrest and, and all of those things. So I think it's really undervalued um, dealing in or, or facing, you know, that loss and the emotion that goes along with it. And that's why I feel like your work is so important because to be able to take people through that, whether it be male or female, um, you know, you can have somebody that is so driven but not completely aligned uh, with what it is and, and where they're going. So in some of the, the work that you do with clients, I just want to really understand what you do. You know, it's difficult for us to sort of put it into words, but if you can give us some patterns, I guess, or behaviour that shows up for somebody and then how you've helped them through that dealing with that emotion. The first thing that comes to mind is trust, Um it's really interesting that when you're going through all this, I'm actually feeling quite emotional now. So that's interesting. Um, but it is, I often, I often have people say to me, well, they tell me things that they've never told anyone and, yeah. and they. I'm one of they, those. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's, uh, it comes out of them and then, and the relief from just being able to talk about something that they've been holding on to for a long time. Now, for whatever reason, I have the ability to create trust quickly. I have to admit I don't fully understand it. I know a lot of it comes from the the energy that I put out. Probably thinking about it now from from my from the loss that I'd experienced and my lack of trust in others directly related to my lack of trust in self. And so 
the work is really helping people to regain that trust in themselves and then the trust from others becomes really easy after you've done that. But we often go around our life projecting our mistrust to others when really the work is is self. So so it's giving people a safe space to to talk about things that they've never talked about. It's to be able to hold space. And it was funny, this came through in my dream last night, speaking of dreams, about what does holding space even mean? And this like this dream was an epic. It was an all-nighter and it kept coming to the same place. Is Part of what I'll be doing is helping people, helping show people how to hold space. What even is it? And it's as a, as a youngster and even into my 20s, I just got in there with people's stuff. Felt really comfortable just feeling like shit all the time. So I would just jump into the pain that they were in and let's go down this path and let's be in pain together. And that took me to a place of just absorbing so much stuff that made me feel that same pain because at least I was feeling something. And where was I heading? <laughs> so uh, the question was like what, what is the behaviour that shows up for people that you work with and how do you help them through that? So out of the pain and, and you know, into that light. Yeah, so the the helping people to to talk about things that they've never talked about. There's so much freedom in that. It's that for so many for our generation, we we weren't heard, and mm. we didn't get the opportunity to talk about different things or or the things that because people didn't understand our pain. Because who possibly could at that age? We can't even articulate it. Then yeah. we we never felt that people understood what we were going through. And, and, I, and I know that still happens now. My own children, right? Like, oh, you don't understand that. And I'm like, well, no, I don't. And, and I can't understand the depth of your pain. I'm, I'm trying to do the best I can to help you navigate it without controlling that. So helping people to really allow themselves to feel what it is because me, I suppressed. My default was I'm just going to push that stuff down, never feel it. And what ended up happening was that would come out like people-pleasing, uh, a really sarcastic, dark humour that most people received as, this guy's an asshole. Like, what, are you, what is he saying? In my head, it was a joke, but, I, but it, like because it was tinged with such my own emotional pain, it, like, it came out the wrong way. Uh, mm. On a football field, I used to just react and just be a – absolute lunatic like just reacting because it was that that anger bubbling out with my kids coming home from work and and then repeating all the patterns that that I didn't enjoy as a child I was just doing exactly the same thing and then the physical pain that I carried in my shoulders in my body and the amount of injuries that I've had that just further you know the the more I push that stuff down the more my body just found a way of getting hurt and at least giving me a space to feel so helping people just to to let in the emotions so that they can they can actually see and feel that when they allow it in it actually passes quite quickly we we have this level of resistance that we just like i'm going to block this i'm going to block this and i'm going to block this it actually makes us feel worse and allowing people that space to and teaching them how because i, I was never taught how and so that's part of what I'm taking people through next week on on the challenge that I'm running is is 
how do you feel in how do you let the emotion in in a way that's not actually not painful it's actually quite euphoric once you remove the resistance allow yourself to feel and allow it to pass so that's a lot of the work that i do but then a lot of then once we've done a bit of that and people are in a place where they feel trust in themselves and and have started to ease some of that pain then it's the expansion beyond that like i'd never set goals i'd never had a plan i never I never sort of strove for anything. I was just drifting in the wind and, and I was getting what I would get. Some good, mostly not, up and down, you know, stuck in the treadmill. It's like the the this sort of graph of just like ups and downs and just enough little up just to keep me going, not not enough to to motivate me to do anything more. And um so helping people that to see that they can their life can be more. They they can be more than they are now. They can go and do those things that they thought that they couldn't and then they can have more of what they want. Now, I don't mean material, although that may come as a result. It's the deeper connection in their relationships, the the confidence to go and do what it is that they want to do. The Well, the thing that comes to mind is to stop feeling alone. Yeah. Like, as a – I was in a child – I was a, one of five kids in a – family of seven and and felt alone a lot and in a sporting environment like in a big team felt sort of on my own Uh, in the workplace in even my own family now at different times over the years I've felt completely alone and mainly because I didn't have that space to just go and talk about the things that were really causing me pain so once we once we do that, then we can look at what is possible and start setting some real intent for where our life could go and what our life could be. Meaning, I guess. Meaning is that is that key thing. Finding some meaning. I, I again I just posted like fifteen minutes ago. Um, that question that I remember having, like, is this it? Is this yeah. all my life is? Like, I'm gonna do this and there's got to be more to it. And when you start healing the grief, there absolutely is. And it, I'm getting emotional now because it's like I just think of what's possible for me but for other people. And when clients and even past clients who I haven't worked with for a couple of years and they tell me what's going on for them, mm. I get so much joy out of that. Yeah, and it's huge, isn't it? So we we work with people, and you in particular, the work that you're doing, it's it's a life, it's an absolute life change. So it's not just the here and now. Like, yes, you might do the work now, but the rewards for that are far beyond you know the now moment. So people can take their life and and live it in a way that they never expected that would they would be able to. Like I was someone, I was you know I was an alcoholic. Um, I didn't like regulating emotion. I had no idea what that was. And to actually have trust in myself enough to, um, you know, share or talk about those those details that I wouldn't talk with anyone else about um, was really, it was a challenge to actually find that courage to do that and to have someone like yourself to hold that space so that, you know, it is a really trusting, safe environment to have those conversations you know it goes as far as working through whatever needs to be worked on 
and then, you know, on to bigger and, and better things. And so these ups and downs that I used to experience even when I first got into coaching, now there's not the ups and downs. It's just like an incline, you know, and it's steady and there's no um, no pendulum swinging, you know. Yeah, Um I remember what I was talking about before when I lost my train of thought because I was talking about holding space, right? And I was like yes. explaining to it, oh, yeah. So I, I think I was saying I used to dive in and, and just like be actually in the pain and allowing myself to feel it. And it's the the, dif- the difference between sympathy and empathy. We don't we don't sit in the pain there with them, but we actually allow them with compassion to uh, to speak their pain without trying to fix it which is has been a default setting for me for a long time and i know a lot of um husbands and wives would relate to that right the the natural inclination is to fix it because we have all these skills and we can see how it can be better and i'm sure every married person's experienced that time where they come up with this great brainwave and their partner says yeah, I said that to you like four years ago and then again three years ago and then two years ago and, and, and the same thing happens, right? But we have to sort of come to these realisations ourselves and, and by being able to hold space. So by being there, allowing them to be seen, allowing them to be heard, allowing them to feel, that's, yeah, that's a, a gift in itself. So mm. helping people to not only, not even, not only give that, space but to be able to then provide that space for other people in their life to let go of that need to control but actually to step into their own self-control um that's the greatest gift that i can give yeah so people actually get to stand in in their own truth in their authentic truth of of who they're meant to be yeah exactly yeah that's Mm. pretty powerful stuff like i said to you and this is getting a bit deeper, but like I said to you a couple of weeks ago, is is you helping me to not only see what it is I'm meant to do in my life, but what I have to do. Because while I do have a choice, for me there is no choice. Because the thought of not doing what I'm meant to be doing just doesn't, I can't comprehend that. Yeah, yeah. And so that shows that that somebody is in true alignment, doesn't it? It shows that that's they're exactly on the path that they're meant to be. So, I guess um, what I what I want to understand, and what I want everyone else to understand, is while there's physical pain that shows up, so we get the aches and pains in our body, or we continue to hurt ourselves. Um, different things uh, show up for us to really unpack and, and understand that. So your skill is um, not just in in the structure of being able to do that, but being able to intuitively navigate that and help them through. So it's like a really individualised kind of experience for somebody to, to work with you and to work on those things. And that the unravelling of that, so somebody can come to you um, because they're, you know, disconnected in their relationship or their business isn't really, you know, where they want it to be or they want to take, you know, like that next level and they want to, you know, take it further. Or it can simply be that they've got that feeling of, is this it? Is this yeah. is this all I'm meant to do? And you can actually help them to learn and, and regulate their emotions to be able to go through different processes uh, to, to help them unravel what they're truly trying to get to, but they don't know what that is yet. So you actually give them that space, yeah? 
Yeah, so thinking about a session this morning, my intuition is so refined now that this is the first time I've met this person and I associated where the grief was, who, where the disconnect, who it was the disconnect was with and the three things that were going to have the biggest difference and then mm. even just this vision of of a bird, which I didn't know why, but I just said, oh, it just seems really distant. And without giving away what happened, that that was really significant. All of those things that I said were really significant. Now, how do I get those answers? And how, like, that person was sitting there going, like, wow, I've never ex- experienced anything like that. Now, in being able to talk about my gifts is not something I was able to do even that long ago because of this idea that you can't, talk about how good you are at different things well there's two things there is like i i'm completely comfortable now talking about my abilities in this area but also know that the guidance is coming from now people can look at this however they want whether they think it's something within them intuition from their brain or whatever but my belief is there's a higher power and we can call it the universe we can call it god whatever you like but but god gives me messages that are the messages I need to get. Now, how have I had that ability? Because the more I peel back the layers and become more of who I am, more more of who I was when I was born, that, that pure and and uh, un, not, I don't know what the word is, without the baggage that we have as adults, and the more we yeah. can step into that place. Like um, I've been writing slowly writing my book and it was talking about you know those kids that say we say oh they've been here before or they're an old soul it's like well no they, we all just are we all have that ability and we all have that intuition and can see things that adults can't see we my daughter talked about and, and my nephew as well talked about um jumping on the trampoline with granddad and they described him in detail, in detail, they couldn't know. Yeah. Now, how can they do that? Were they seeing yeah. him? Like, is it just a sense? But that's what we all have. And, yeah, it's, that's what's possible when if we're prepared to believe and be prepared to be open to to that guidance. And yeah. I don't know if this is me releasing grief or me being upset at how many people don't believe that and or have been taking and what taken away from that belief from a whole lot of different things. But when we step into that space, we can help all those people that we really want to help. Yeah. The answer is not to try and tell everyone else what to do. The answer is to actually do the work on that. not even work, to just find more of us. It's not work. It's not work when you start doing it. It just is and it's, beautiful and it's magic and there's no greater feeling no greater feeling and no yeah so i hope that answers the question because i can't remember what it was yeah (laughs) to be honest (laughs) neither can i but i i guess the thing is that like what i get from that is whatever label we want to put on it, the the point is that there's more information available to us if we're open to the opportunity and therefore we can help 
more people, we can have a greater impact and and we can help people to heal in the here and now rather than taking all of that baggage forward and then hurting more people and, and you know, having the the negative affecting, you know, humanity. Often, you know, it's said about, you know, people that are traumatised when they're younger and then they, instead of healing that, they take that forward and then they traumatise other people. And it's always magnified when when we do anything because we, we don't just affect ourselves, we affect those around us. So whether it's, it's um, you know, affecting them in a positive way or uh, affecting them in, in not such a, a positive way and, you um, it, it means that we can heal the, you know, humanity in itself rather than um, it's not just about us. Our healing heals those around us. Yeah, and that makes me think of something that I used to think a lot about was um, one person can't make a difference, so what's the point until you realise that one person absolutely can make a difference? And when you start changing yourself, it, that ripples out. It can't help but ripple out because we show up differently than than others kind of go, oh, I need to I need to react differently to that. And that's just at a really basic level. Yeah. But there's a certain energy shift that happens when we show up different. It's almost like a whole reality shifts. Now, yeah. again, it depends on your depth of belief, but the more you do this work, the more that you see that it is like it is like magic. It is like you, everything changes. And for people listening who are thinking, well, that makes no sense. It will make sense when you start when you start healing, when you start releasing the grief and you start stepping into who you are. Like it will make total sense. And you'll have those moments of synchronicity when when people just come into your life as if like old friends. And yeah. you're like, What how how is this possible? But it just is. It's just what possible it's just what's possible when you when you start healing. Yeah, and life becomes so much easier, doesn't it? Like it just, you know, like you say, it's like magic, but it really is. Like you can think, mm, I need to work with someone on whatever it might be. Say, for instance, um, just what happened to me recently was I decided that I wanted to collaborate with an organisation for websites and this magical human showed up and I was just like, okay, like in the weirdest way possible, like, you know, opened up my browser and here is that person's, um, their website sitting on my browser. Now, I hadn't put it there, you know, and it wasn't something um, that I I had done at all. And so it was just literally like magic, you know, all of a sudden it's, it's there. And that's yeah. how easy life becomes, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's really that process of, of allowing and removing the resistance and because when we have a desire and we have no resistance to it, it's amazing what shows up. A lot of people talk about the law of attraction and say, oh, it doesn't work, it's a load of garbage and whatever. It's like what's well, because of the resistance. Remember that thing, all of you, that, that when you just went, oh, well, that would be all right, and then it shows up because you didn't really think much of it. And... Um, one of those for me was when I was 20 and I was at uni and I uh, was completely overwhelmed with uni work and had practising coming up, which I really didn't want to do because I was pretty clear even in early stages of uni that I didn't really want to be a teacher in that sense anyway. Yeah. And then I said to my friends, oh, it's all right, I'll break my leg tomorrow and I won't have to worry about it. 
And so when they oh. found out on Monday morning that not only had I broken my leg, but I shattered it and that I wouldn't need to do any of that work, then um, their reaction was they were like, they'd got like chilled to the bone sort of thing. So that was my sort of first conscious memory of manifestation. It was like manifesting on steroids. Yeah. So really being able to put things out there without the resistance and, and that's where the healing work comes in to to be able just to go, well that'd be that'd be pretty cool. That'd be nice. Um yeah. and just be open to whatever might show up and in whatever way it might show up instead of trying to control it and say it has to be this way, it has to be that way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you can get into, you know, all the different areas of it, but ultimately when you're in that space, you've done the work to heal, then, you know, it you can relate it in all areas. So uh, can you give me an example of where you've helped somebody heal and then what that's done for their business, how that's changed their business for them? Ooh, best example. Um I can think of a few. One of them was had spent a lot of their business journey being pulled in different directions by other people's agendas. Yeah. They'd got themselves involved in a few different projects which were out of alignment with what they really wanted to do. These opportunities were with the promise of, you know, riches and and whatever else. They'd actually created so much tension, uh, a reduction in time, more financial stresses than ever. And it's been a good two, three-year journey of peeling back those layers of whatever had caused him that pattern to need to have external help with his business instead of coming back to where we're at now, which is diving headfirst into what he wanted to do in the first place. And so the interesting thing through all of that is a lot of the stress from the business was just so badly impacting his marriage and and the relationship with his kids. So to see him post pictures with all of them and the joy from all of them and what he said to me about where it's at now, again, it's like this is real joy coming out because it it's like this is what's possible, like – it's it's the journey I've gone on too, from being the angry dad and the and the controlling husband to to finding that place where we we have connections that mean more than everything else. Is that is that's what like for me? That's all I ever wanted was have those deep connections, and we have to start with us. So for him now, just being able to do what he always wants to do, but now adding on the extra layers of all his self from all, all these other past parts and now planning out what could be possible. So that's one. Um, I think it's worth me mentioning another one where helping them heal not only like he, he wanted the business help and we did that and he had a 300% increase from, from one first quarter to the next quarter, right? And we're talking hundreds and thousands of dollars. So yeah. the money side takes care of itself. But what he said to me is the thing that I didn't realize I was going to get was a connection with my wife that I wasn't expecting. So again, it comes back to the personal relationships. You get, you do the work on yourself and you 
come back together with the important people in your world who who spending all that time with you day in day out the rest of it just seems to take care of itself yeah business becomes easy life becomes easy there's still challenges and you still have moments like like I still have now where where you just get to the point where you're like what how do I get here and what do I do next but when you just act on all the things that, that you've learned, you can navigate them. Yeah, it, it becomes easy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it um, sits somebody, like when we, we go from that really unsupported hustle, drive, push, 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 push to get things done. I've got to get this. I've got to do that. I've got to do this. I need to do that. I need to do this. And, you know, I'm not getting this done and I'm not getting, you know, whatever it might be. And they want to move through the next level and that it's kind of like um, they, they want to keep running. And I've noticed um, like your impact on me is literally to just slow it right down, slow it right down, come back to the basics and really understand what what's the core driving force for me and I imagine that's exactly what's happening for everybody else that you're working with is them being able to identify what their driving force is instead of uh, getting wrapped up in that material. Yeah, the material happens but that's a byproduct of of the actual core driver. Yeah, and we've talked about this a lot is that the, the, the need to be hustling and, and busy and it's all from a place of lack because we all out there feeling not enough. And so we keep pushing and pushing and pushing to feel enough. And there's that hurt little two-year-old version of us trying to show to our parents that we are enough and get the reaction that we're looking for. And that pattern still plays out as an adult. And like everyone's on their own journey, it, it does sadden me to see people still talking in that sense of like, like you know, there are people who, who are quite popular and they go, oh, you just got to work harder and you just got to do more. And it's like, no, like no. that is just a slippery slope to oblivion because your body can't keep going like that. Like I've done it. I've been there. I've been to adrenal fatigue. I've been to burnout and I had to learn that pattern again and again and again. You have to be able to slow down. You have to switch off. You have to find that stillness, that space just to, yeah, to be quiet and and find what really is most important. So it, all of these things are from this place of there's not enough. There's not enough time. There's not enough money. There's not enough um, quality time with my family. There's, there's not enough. But it's like, no, no, you, you are enough. There is enough. It's about slowing down and, as you know, sometimes my problem is I can slow down too much and that's where um, it's good to have you dragging me back up and making me move <laughs> quicker, right? But, but for most people that's not the problem. It's, it's, it's the opposite. And Particular, Particularly when somebody's in that really masculine space, we're taught whether it's a female in corporate or a male in corporate that there is a need to get things done by a deadline. One of my uh, biggest uh, claims to fame was I never miss a deadline. <laughs> what deadline and who made it? You know, so it's all of those people that are, are doing all of those things to get that, like you were talking about earlier, that external validation for 
what they're achieving in life, it's it's a really dysfunctional way of measuring things. Um, mm. And, you know, and on the polar opposite, you can have, uh, you know, people that don't want to earn or don't want to do um, or be because they're too afraid of, you know, what somebody might say about them, you know, or you're just driven by ego or, you know, that's not very spiritual of you and um, you can have those very, very different spaces. But when, you know, like you say, you, you slow people down, come back to their core uh, driving force and, and help them to understand what that is about themselves because that driving force is unique for everyone, isn't it? Yeah, and it doesn't mean there aren't times where you still aren't working quickly, but it's yeah. from a place of flow where you can get two hours work done that's more valuable than in a week. Like I'm sure people have been there, particularly in business, where they've battled away for, for one week and gone, man, I didn't get anywhere here. If they'd actually taken Monday off, found some yep. peace and then spent whatever they like when they were really, you know, that aligned action where they felt the urge to go and do something and, and actually listen to it instead of doing, yeah, but I, I know it feels like the right thing, but I've got this long list of things to do over here that I've got to get done first. So we 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 leave this, which is going to give us the best, best results, and we come back to all these things. Now, some of these things have to be done. That's a given. When yeah. we get to flow, then we can get those things done much easier, but we've got to get it in the right order. So, yeah, it's different, different for every person, and I think that's probably the thing that, like I've done any number of courses which were very much based on a one-size-fits-all, but it's not one-size-fits-all. We have to find what works for each of us, and that's what I try and provide for people is to help them see what works best for them and and show them that, that the very thing that they think is, oh, it's just what I do, is actually the very thing and the very way for them to get the best results. I think most people, and I know I was in this space, I just in my head I was like, Don't, can't everyone do that? Isn't that what, how everyone sees it? And then when I started to realise that that's not the case and that was very much unique to me, oh, like what a relief. It's okay, well, I can actually be successful doing like chatting, right? <laughs> so, <Yeah>. so, <laughs> so I remember my last few years of corporate when I did a lot of chatting and, and I had people say to me, what, what is it you even do? And I'm like, come spend a day with me and, and just sit in on some of the conversations and that's the, probably the only way that you could see what it is I do because it's, that's where I got, I had the most strength. So whatever that is for you, the, your unique way of seeing the world differently, then that really is the key. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I guess there's one more thing that I'm really interested to hear your opinion on and what kind of advice you could give um, people that are, you know, they're working on their goals and they've, um, they're, they're moving towards them but everybody gets a wobble every now and then. And do you have something in particular um, that you go to when you have that wobble within your business and moving forward. So when you're, you know, when we're taking it from one level to the next, we always, you know, everyone gets that bit of a wobble. What is it that you do, and what could you suggest for others to be doing in that in that space? Well, I externally I speak to someone like yourself, and and I get that guidance, right? Um, we can't always see the picture when we're in the frame, and and having 
people in your corner. I remember early days learning all these personal growth ideas and one of them was like you have to have a mentor and it was like but how can I afford that and what am I going to do and it's like but eventually you realize that the investment in yourself pays you back infinitely so that's one but most people uh, they can start by just the work in themselves so whenever I get a wobble I go within and so I spend that time in meditation and that that was one of those moments where like by magic that I found out about meditation. I'm, I'm, I've just played golf. I'm having a beer and there's a book, uh, a secondhand book sale. And I don't usually read books, but I'll, I wasn't a really big book, book reader, but I'll have a flick through there and see what I find. And I find this book from a sports coach. Oh, this looks pretty cool. So I started reading that. And then I didn't realize, didn't even see on the cover that it was also co-written by his wife who teaches meditation and, wow okay if it's all right for sports people it's all right for me so i started going into that space and whereas now that's it's where i receive my guidance for most things like what's i have a question around this well i'll meditate and find out the answer now the answer may not come immediately it may come next day next week down the track but often the more you do it it actually starts coming in the meditation and even just things like marketing. Like if I'll try and force something out just for the sake of marketing, it'd just be crickets, right? No one's going to see it and, and no one does and it's because it's all forced and it's so much of ego and logic and probably this side more. And then when I just go meditate and then I get a phrase or a thought or an idea and I either just write that phrase or I, or I, I decode it and put a, uh, a different message on it or I, then I start realizing that, that sometimes I actually will get a vision of a pen in the meditation. I'll go, okay, I've got to handwrite this one and I'll start writing and then suddenly I've written something and, oh, wow, that just flowed out. So it really is finding that space within. Yeah, but I, I think it, the, the thought that's come to, to mind is we need to be able to speak it out. We we need to be able to we need to go within, but we going back to that being heard. We need to be able to articulate. We need to be able to reach out. We need to be able to say when things aren't going great, and that's why I have people in my life now that I can go to. I have coaches. I have healers. I have guides that I know I can turn to so I can say well this is going on and mostly and it happened just uh on Wednesday when we chatted and I started speaking and I went it's all right I think I've solved it now just been able to articulate it and have you hold space for me while I got it out I solved the problem myself so I hope that answered the question yeah yeah absolutely I know for me that whenever I get wobbles, obviously, again, I use meditation, I return within and I I go in to find out what's, you know, what's actually going on and and what needs to happen. But the power is in, um, in the support for me. So I know that when I can come and talk through that with you or, um, you know, often I'll talk to my husband about, you know, whatever's going on. And it's not, like you're saying, it's not about him fixing it or anyone fixing it. It's about me being able to uh, give voice to whatever it is that's happening. And 
the power of having a coach and someone that can really hold that space and um, someone that you can't actually hide from. So I have found that I would run rings around many, many, many a coach um, until I couldn't, right? So until I just, you know, you just call it out for me, you just tell me what it is and, and you do it in a very like, like nice and gentle way. Unlike myself, I'm just like bang, bang, bang. But you do do it nice and gently and it gives me the ability to sort of sit back and go, yeah, well, yeah, that's right, that is right, and then be able to work through that and unpack that. So um, I do believe that we it's underestimated the um, ability to have that coach to have that person um, that you can't hide from and um, you know I know that there's often times where you know we will have a conversation and I'm not even saying too much you're telling me whatever it is that that's coming through and I'm able to work through that even though I might be the one not giving it voice does that make sense Oh, I think we're frozen. I'm back. You're back. Yeah, I can still hear you. <laughs> that was weird. Um, there you go. Saying my internet's slow, which is interesting, seeing I've actually got it plugged in. But anyway, um, yeah. That's so something I, we're not I, accustomed to, the cutting out. <laughs> no, that happens pretty regularly when it's a, a part of the, a line of questioning that maybe we're not supposed to be going down. Um, <laughs> the energy takes over so that's well that's probably uh, not probably that's unique to my coaching is that i will get a feeling in my body of what's going on for someone it's usually something that they're not really they're not really sure of but then when we start well okay well what what is that feeling and we start going down and whatever whatever words come out from either of us through that, then that's where we find that thing that is next that needs to go. And to the point where, well, the, the, the video I posted yesterday when I'm through meditation, taking someone through meditation or having a space or, or not, or not just through conversation, then I'll feel in my body the feeling that represents a certain emotion. So even... <laughs> through today's conversation a couple of times where I sensed your uh, emotion around different things, right? Um, I can't not feel those things. And so if it was a coaching session, and, and it's funny because I was like, I need to ask a question here that I'm like, no, no, just relax. No, no, no. <laughs> but it was like I would ask a question and go, okay, well, when you were talking about this, this is what I got coming through, what, what, why would that be? And then it, and it might be, oh, well, this happened, this happened. Okay, cool, let's go. Because usually the, the actual thing that presents, um, say someone says, oh, yeah, well, I'm really angry about this at the moment. And I'll go, okay, well, let's let's talk about what that is. And then, then it's like they'll talk about all these different things and, okay, and I'll get maybe a, a bit of guidance or a, a thought to go, is this something that happened at this stage of your life with this particular person? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's unpack that. Now, that still surprises me when I hit that exactly right. But again, it's just trusting the intuition that comes to me. But it really is finding that thing. And this is not to say that it's scary, that it means it will suddenly unpack some massively traumatic event. 
99.999% of these things are just a pattern of behavior where someone maybe spoke aggressively to us or didn't provide the connection that we needed, mainly because they were working through their own stuff. So it's not like, I think that's, I know it is a fear for a lot of people. What will I find out? Well, mostly you'll just find out that you've got a whole lot of patterns from your parents that, that they didn't particularly like either and, and you weren't and it wasn't their fault because they got them from their parents and, you know, two, three generations ago we went through wars. Like, hello, as if we don't all have patterns from PTSD and all sorts of junk going on. So it really is just being curious, which thinking now is something I always was as a young kid and probably wasn't particularly uh, yeah, I think people got frustrated at my curiosity as a as a kid. <laughs> so, um, it's, again, it's just the natural part of me that that finds a way into the conversation f- to allow people to release something that they didn't even know they needed to release. Yeah, so cool. Okay, so tell me about the five-day challenge. What can people expect? What is what is it all about? I've seen a little bit and I've read it, but I don't know that I quite understand what I can expect. So wherever you're up to in your growth or healing journey or if you haven't even started, it's that opportunity to learn how to be able to do that self-healing that I talked about, to be able to go within and start to go all, through all the stages that I've touched on at different times in this conversation to start to acknowledge that there is something there and maybe you don't know what it is, but it might be showing up persistent shoulder pain. Um, Every now and then my heart does a bit of a flutter. What's that about? Just acknowledging it. So that would be day one. Day two would be, okay, well, let's talk it out. So that doesn't mean because it's going to be a big group. It doesn't mean that everyone's going to get to to voice their stuff, but the other powerful way of voicing it is, is to actually get it out of their head by writing it could be recording a voice memo but whatever it is it's actually being able to give ourselves that space because if we can't trust we won't be able to trust someone else until we can trust ourselves so giving people a a space to do that then it's um to be able to allow whatever that is in so we've got it out we've talked about it but there's still that resistance so we're allowing people the space to be able to actually feel and when we feel we can actually release it in a way that I described really early in this conversation is that when we remove the resistance and we stop trying to push something away and just let it in, it's amazing just how euphorically it releases. And then once we can do that, then we can suddenly have this expansion of, of a thought of what's possible because that's no longer holding us back. It's like we've got all of these ropes tied around our neck, pulling these giant boulders or anchors that are in the ground and we're walking around our life wondering why we can't do this and we can't do that we've got to start with one and we start with the biggest one and the biggest one is the one that's playing up for us at the moment or showing up for us at the moment so next week will be about that it'll be about there's crazy stuff going on in the world and and you can look at all of that in whichever way you want but what it's done is it's helped a whole lot of people to face something that they've been going through. And I know it because people say it to me all the time. It's like, that's actually, it's been a really blessed, real blessing because it made me realize this, this, and this. Yeah. So helping people to, to go, well, here's this biggest boulder and I'm going to release it. And so helping them to, to not only release it, but then learn the skills to be able to go and start on the other ones as well. 
And that's why it's called start because it's like it's the start of the next level of your journey. Um, That all came to me in a meditation. So Amazing. uh, Okay, that's what we're doing next week. Let's do it. Okay. Who would you say it's for? Anyone who is in – well, very good question because I just did a post on that before. Did you read that? No. It's not not for people – it's not for people who are happily stuck and, and for people who are content and for people who are going along their journey, but it is for people who are looking for more meaning in their life, who have who are sick of being on that that loop, endless loop, where they feel like they're back at the same position again. Um, and it's for people who they, they want to release. They know there's pain there, maybe physical, maybe mentally overthinking. It may be emotional pain. <clears throat> and they want to be able to have that next level of expansion. They know it's there. They know it's coming. They've seen it. They've felt it. They've felt it in their heart, but they know there's something blocking them. So yeah. it's for the people who are ready to release that next layer so that they can not only fully see and feel that expansion, but they can actually start taking the action that needs to happen to make it all become a reality. Yeah, cool. And so is that in one area of their life or is it that it can show up in multiple areas? Like are they, when when they go through the START program, are they, um, like an, I know before you said, you know, they're releasing the one big boulder and, and they'll, you know, get that, that shift and they'll understand how to do that going forward. But if they were to relate it back to their life, um, you know, they want to release that boulder. What what does that look like in business or, you know, in, in their health? You were saying like, you know, it could be pain of, of some sort in their body. What else do, What else could show up for them that they could, you know, is it for just business and, and health and fitness or what's it for? So for most of us, we get to that point where we feel stuck and it could be in our relationship our intimate relationship. It could be just in our own, how we're feeling about ourselves. Um, So a few examples might be you run that same pattern of, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to be really disciplined. I'm going to have this real drive to, to get all this done, but you just can't get it done and, or you get it done for a while. And then, then maybe you have a bender. And then the bender happens and then you go through that whole process again where I've spent the next week sort of recovering, beating yourself up, treating yourself in a way that you would never treat anyone else. And then you spend another week talking yourself, getting back into it and moving forward or like, let's do this and let's do that. And then it starts going a little bit well and then something else comes up and you and you find another way to, to self-sabotage. So just in from a personal perspective, whether it's to, to find more well-being, whether it's to, to just to feel better physically, to feel better mentally, emotionally, have more clarity, um, to be able to release whatever that pattern is that's keeping you stuck in that loop. For business, it may be that they're not attracting the right sort of client, like they've got the same person, not person, same type of person showing up and they're like uh, – why am I attracting this sort of person that I don't know if I can actually help and they keep the same pattern keeps showing up around it's like, oh, well, maybe you haven't got that clear on who you are and 
what your business actually does. So, for example, if I go back to that person I talked about before I worked with for, for three years was helping them see they're not just a this type of profession. It's what they bring to the table is that through their business, they're all about family. They're all about providing a service. They're not just a number for their business. They, they are someone who actually really cares about their customer. Now, getting really clear on that shows up in all these other areas of your life. Now, that's only come from peeling back heaps of those boulders to help them see that's who they really are. That's how they serve in the highest. And when they introduce that to their business, then again, it just unfolds effortlessly because it's not no longer, okay, I have to put my business hat on and I have to go and do this and I have to go and do that. It's just like you just show up as you and then takes all the pressure off and just allows you just to be who you are most naturally and really step into into who you are. So it's what we've talked about the whole way through. Whatever it is, whether you've got a disconnect in your relationship and in your intimate relationship and you're seeing all the things that your partner could be doing differently, it comes back to, well, all right, I need to put my hand up here and go, what's my part in this? And giving people that space to start exploring the pain that they're carrying, it's it's a relief because it's like I can stop trying to solve everyone else's stuff because I actually know how to solve my own stuff now. And the mm. peace that that provides, that realisation that, that this doesn't have to be like this forever, that this absolutely can pass. It's not just a phrase I read on a on a uh, inspirational meme, like yeah. this too shall pass. It actually not only will pass, but it will never, ever return. And that pattern will never return. And, yeah, that's exciting. And life-changing. Yes, and life-changing. Mm. Okay, so for people that don't know where to find you, what you do and what you offer currently, where can they find you? I always love people sending me a friend request. So uh, my Facebook is Ian Hawkins Triple One. Send me a friend request. I'll uh, I'll feel in and decide whether uh, you're meant to be in my network or not. <laughs> no, just joking. I'll I'll, uh, I'll accept yeah. the friendship. Uh, my Facebook, all my all my socials are Ian Hawkins Coaching. Uh, websites ianhawkinscoaching dot com, and the the group is called Purpose Driven Individuals. So that's a space where other people on their purpose journey, whether they have their own business, they're still in a job, but they know that there is more to their life, that there's more meaning, and there's more that they want to serve. That's where we'll be having the the start uh, five day event next week. So any of those places. There's opportunities there where you can send me a message or just browse or check it out and um, see what you see. And, of course, I'm always here to answer any questions that people have. Mm. I love the group. The group is amazing. There's some um, fantastic humans in there. So if you're not in the group already, I suggest you most definitely get in there and get in before the the next the five days starts get started i don't even know how to english that at the moment no, but I've, I've struggled with writing it as well the meditation <laughs> didn't teach me all those parts <laughs> oh, and you can teach us how to be human hey yeah exactly yeah all right well thank you so much for answering all of my questions today Ian. it's been an absolute pleasure 
Um, and thank you to all of those that have watched it. Uh, please make sure that if you're watching this in a replay that you let us know just by putting hashtag replay so we know that you've been here and that you've seen it and any other comments will come back at a later time and uh, answer any questions that you might have that we haven't been able to answer for you today. Thank you so much. Um, thank you. Um, I, I want to thank you for uh, providing an opportunity for me to express what I do so emotionally. Who knew that was going to come? Maybe you did. I might have a sneaky suspicion you might have. But so thank amazing. You. <laughs> amazing. Thank you for the opportunity. You're welcome. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grief Code podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too. If you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief, let's chat. Email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com. You can also stay connected with me by joining the Grief Code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com forward slash the grief code. And remember, so that I can help even more people to heal, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform.